No checklist completed is going to save you. No bucket list is going to save you. No amount of blood, sweat, and tears that you've poured out in your life is going to save you. No amount of cash or worldly possessions is going to save you. You can't take it with you. You'll be dead. Buddha can't save you. Gandhi can't enlighten you. The Pope can't absolve your sins. The saints can't pray you into eternal life. Muhammad can't fix you. Allah isn't able. No president, no legislation, no Supreme Court justice, no state or nation or leader or celebrity, no one can save you because there is salvation in no one else. That's right, everybody. Nobody but Jesus. That's it. That's the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Welcome to another episode of the Bearded Bible Thinker. It's early, so my voice is really radio-esque this morning. Uh, it hasn't had time to warm up and get all midday and get rid of the bass, so this should be a good one. Uh, I, I could say really uh, crazy things, and maybe it would still be okay this morning. We'll see. Um so it is actually, I meant to record this uh, ahead of time and just have it uh, come out this morning early. Uh, that did not happen. So as it happens, I am actually recording a quick episode about Reformation Day on October 31st, Reformation Day. Um, and so uh, a lot of people think um, or might be completely unaware that this is a, not only Halloween um, today, um, uh, but that it is, or all saints day or whatever, uh, kind of junk you want to celebrate. Um, but that this is also a date in history that is celebrated, uh, uh ish <laughs> that's celebrated as reformation day. And for those of you who don't know, uh, reformation day celebrates the beginning or at least the, um, uh, official beginning, if there's such a thing, of the Reformation of the Church. Um, and I'm not going to get into a whole big history lesson right now. I'll let you just Google search Reformation Day uh, and find out what that is. But what I do want to uh, what I do want to talk about briefly is that that a big portion of that is um, is uh, a a skit like a, a schism, a, a divide in the church world, and that's that's really what um, uh, Reformation Day is commemorating. It's it's commemorating a huge divide in the world of the church. Um, now, uh, one of the things that Jesus prayed for his disciples was uh, in John seventeen. This beautiful prayer that we have um, that that Jesus himself prayed. Um, he 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 prayed for unity uh, for them. He and we're we're taught to long for unity um, for the church. And so um, uh, I in them and you in me that they may be perfect in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you have loved me. Um, and so there's there's a a call from Jesus himself, and then certainly from several places, uh, Paul and others in the New Testament, meaning God himself, uh, that uh, call for unity. That that should be the goal of the church. However, there are things that should divide us. Um, churches that uh, so without getting into that big pigsty of a situation, um, the the church that's been um, in the news in, I don't know, recent month or two uh, about having a 
um, uh, a transgendered person uh, celebrating that from up in the front. Um, and uh, not only uh, saying that this is uh, a good thing, um, but but even making them someone. And if you haven't seen that video, I mean, you can search it and find it pretty easily at this point, but it's a United Methodist church. I think if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, if I'm not sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, there's a, there's a, a, a clip of a, a, a person, uh, a guy, um, in a drag queen situation. Maybe it wasn't transgender. Maybe it was a drag queen. I'm probably wrong. Um, but either way, someone who is misgendering, uh, who is clearly uh, living outside of the uh, bounds of Scripture, um, of what God expects, um, is not only being um, uh, celebrated, but but being told there's a little uh, child or children in the front um, who are um, uh, really being taught that this is someone to be emulated. Um, and so there, there are things that, with that being said, there are things that should actually cause some division, <laughs> um, so things that, that come up, that pop up. And, and this happens in every era in every generation. There are these things, some of them, uh, some generations share these things for some time. Uh, but, but this is something that, um, uh, what we see in Reformation day was that there were a lot of things that were going on at the time uh, in the church. At this point, it would have been the the Roman Catholic Church primarily, um, and there were a lot of things going on that were not biblical, that that were uh, absolutely against what Scripture teaches, that were additions to what Scripture teaches. This idea that um, that uh, one of the major uh, things that um, that sets that set things off was this this idea of indulgences that um, that you can pay essentially uh, for years off your purgatory sentence. Right. First of all, Scripture doesn't teach anything about purgatory. Um, it's not mentioned. It's not an idea from Scripture. It's not a thing. Um, certainly, the doctrine that surrounds. Uh, um, what we believe purgatory is right in the, the Roman Catholic Church is is not in the scriptures. It's just not there. It's an inven, it's an invention um, uh, that that happened afterward. Um, and so there there are those kinds of things. There there were, there's a gross misuse of um, author, the authority of the church. Uh, the the authority of the church and and the church traditions became uh, equal at least in practice uh, with uh, the uh, the scriptures themselves. Um, now I don't I don't know any uh, Catholics who today who would who would necessarily make that claim explicitly, um, but however uh, the the traditions of the church and the um, the uh, the things that the church teaches, right, um, are the lenses, no matter what, through which you see the scriptures, um, and uh, they're the big the the big thing is that um, 
the scriptures were not sufficient. Um, the, the scripture is not looked at as sufficient for all things, for life, um, for teaching every believer who has the Holy Spirit of God Almighty living in them. Um, uh, and yet, it's it's not sufficient um, uh, somehow. We need the traditions of the church. And listen, traditions aren't necessarily bad, but, but the mistake that the Pharisees made that we've just been learning um, and walking through in Matthew recently, one of the major mistakes that they made, uh, one of the major sins, I did it again. It's not a mistake. When you sin, it's not a mistake. Nobody sins on accident, right? Um, uh, so anyway, when, um, when one of the sins of the Pharisees was uh, that they, um, they taught their traditions and made them equal with the law of God. Um, and Jesus himself condemns them more than once for that. Uh, in fact, there's a, there's a whole, it's, it's part of the seven woes in chapter 23 of Matthew that we've been working through. And, and it's, it's, uh, back a little ways in Matthew there, there's a whole, uh, little discourse. We've spent a whole sermon talking about, uh, traditions versus God's commands, um, and uh, and you can't necessarily uh, utilize tradition as a fence around God's commands either. God's commands are His commands, and that's that's it. Bottom line, period. Right. And so um, the the church uh, was was misusing, uh, to say the least, uh, their own authority. There was a lot of corruption. And, and so the call more and more, and there were people throughout um, the, the history of the church that stood against some of these things. So it actually started before what we know was Reformation Day with the, the Martin Luther and the 95 Theses and the nailing the... Yeah, it, it, it actually started before that. Um, but, um, uh, but it is... Uh, it's an important... It's an important thing to recognize, and I think not only to recognize, but one of the things that I wanted to talk about here is that that I know people who, so if you're if you're someone who is theologically reformed, um, uh, I mean that's where that word comes from, reformation, reformed. It's it's uh, formed back to the scriptures. That's the idea. Um, one of the main themes from the scriptures was so, or from the Reformation was sola scriptura. Uh, scripture alone, that that is the authority, that's the plumb line, that's the final thing, that that is God's word and nothing else is, period, point blank, right? Nothing else has that kind of authority. No other human has authority in the same way that God and his word do. Um, and so there's no other infallible uh, person, there's no other, there's no, the Pope is not infallible, the Pope's teaching on things is not infallible. If you haven't recognized that in recent years, you're probably a little blind to it, um, uh, because uh, depending on the Pope is the kind of politics you get, <laughs> and so it's like, um, anyway, this is, that's, that's a rabbit trail, but um, there's, there's a reason that we're still Protestant, Right there's a reason that there are uh, folks who are still protesting Protestant, um, and it's and it's because a, a lot of these things have not really changed um, over the years. Uh, they're different. Maybe they're not as blatant um, in some regards, but um, but the there's a lot of stuff there that's still 
is um, not does not allow us to be able to reconcile completely and just become one church. Um, one denomination, one, let me say it that way, I guess, one um, kind of church. The, the, certainly every human being under the sun that is, uh, that is part of God's church, God's people, is part of the one universal or Catholic. That's the word. That's what it means, uh, church. But the Roman Catholic Church is what um, the, the Protestant Reformation um, started as uh, or against. So, uh, but there's, there's a quote actually from John Wycliffe that I want to read. I found it on Facebook um, uh, the other day. It's a quote from him. It's really... Um, really sets the the table for what the Reformation was all about. Uh, and John Wycliffe, by the way, came long before. Uh, if if you actually want to get to maybe who uh, one of the main fathers of the Reformation was, he came before long before uh, Luther. Um, the the major players, if you will, or the most famous major players uh, were would have been John Wycliffe and then John Huss and then. Uh, Martin Luther after those two gentlemen. Um, But John Wycliffe said this. He said, The true Christian was intended by Christ to prove all things by the word of God. All churches, all ministers, all teaching, all preaching, all doctrines, all sermons, all writings, all opinions, all practices. These are his marching orders. Prove all by the word of God. Measure all by the measure of the Bible. Compare all with the standard of the Bible. Weigh all in the balances of the Bible. Examine all by the light of the Bible. Test all in the crucible of the Bible. That which cannot abide the fire of the Bible, reject, refuse, repudiate, and cast away. This is the flag which he nailed to the mast. May it never be lowered. That's John Wycliffe. He's uh, the the nickname is like the Morning Star of the Reformation. But here's here's something that I want to talk about just really briefly, and then I'll get into the point, uh, the actual reason that I wanted to uh, make this quick quick uh, video podcast thingy that I'm doing here. Um, I, I want to say that though this is something that um, should be celebrated, the, the idea of this, that we're always reforming, that we are to be always formed, reformed to the scriptures, because that is the only infallible, perfect, holy word of God. That's it. That's what we have. No church documents, no confessions of the past, no um, uh, creeds of the past, no uh, any of it. None of that is authoritative uh, in the same way that the scriptures are. Any of those things that counter something that is in the scriptures uh, uh, means that you should push that to, to the side completely. Maybe light a little fire and use it as as starter. Um, but But only the scriptures. The scriptures alone, period. That's it. Um, and and now that that is a good thing to celebrate. That, that at some point in history, um, it, folks began to notice that there were missing, there's some things missing, there's something missing from what's going on. Something didn't seem 
quite right. And and then they they started reading the scriptures and um and 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 then things became plain to them and they uh they saw fit to to act uh in such a way that got I mean quite a few of them um were persecuted and many were martyred um but the uh it it's a thing to celebrate that that people uh, were awakened to the power and the authority of the scriptures as the word of god and that they uh, were bent on obsessed with uh conforming to scripture alone um that's a thing to celebrate uh but at the same time something that should not be celebrated this this is also not 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 only is it a day of celebration as we think about still today even conforming our lives more and more to the scriptures right i, I talk about this all the time right if we're not being changed by the scriptures that we read and preach then we might as well put it down and do whatever we want and enjoy your best life now cuz that's what it's going to be right joel um but but if if uh, we should celebrate those things. Um, however, this is also something to be mourned. Um, that that there was that there is even a necessity. Um, not not only back uh, when this happened, um, uh, but but even today, right? We see lots of division in the church, um, and some of it's warranted. Uh, certainly, some of it is uh, more like children bickering, um, but. But the division that is in the church is something to be mourned. And I don't necessarily mean different denominations, because there are lots of denominations that that uh, that really love one another. Uh, it, it, they just have minor differences in um, how the, the government of the church works itself out, or minor differences in, um, or even major differences. We're, we're a, a Baptist church. We're credo Baptist. We don't baptize infants. However, um, I, I I pray with uh, men uh, almost every week when we're all together um, that that do, and th- that's not a small difference theologically. Uh, but but it we're united, right? We're we're still in in unity with one another. Um, the and and so. It, what I mean by division is that we, I mean, we still today have churches who are saying that there are things that are um, okay and even good and right and true, and they push them and they're uh, wonderful and we should embrace them, these things. Um, and uh, so things like uh, gender theory and um, uh, um, critical race theory. And well, the theories are just uh, evolutionary theory. I don't know. Uh, the, the the theories are a problem, aren't they? It seems to be. Um, but but uh, there are there are lists, right? And I've talked about a lot of these things on here before, right? And so I'm not going to get into that. But but I do want to say there there are certain things that that cause us even today um, to to have uh, a warranted division between people who. Um, are sincerely attempting to jump back into the scriptures and no matter what, live by them in spite of the world. No matter what the world is preaching and proclaiming, this is the goal. And folks who claim to, to be Christian, who claim to know Christ, who claim to serve and love and worship God, a God whose scriptures they are neglecting. And so that is not something to be celebrated. 
That is that is something to be mourned. Um, and so I hope, my hope is that today, those of you who knew about Reformation Day, or uh, um, I, I hope that it is both a celebration and a time of mourning and and hope, and uh, that 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 one day there will just be one church. And, and we know that, that one day, publicly, there will only be one church. There will be no denominations. There will be no Protestants and uh, Roman Catholics. There will be none of those things. There will only be God's people and those that aren't. That's it. There are only going to be sheep and goats. Uh, and, and the reality is that's how it already is. <laughs> but, uh, but all of these things that we see before us that are so difficult um, are going to go away. And so there's hope there. Um, as well, but but we we should uh, celebrate the fact that there are there always seems to be a remnant of people who see the scriptures and go, that's the word of God, nothing else. That is the dictator, not any other human, not any uh, process, not any uh, group of people. That's it. Um, while at the same time uh, mourning the the situation um, that that the church tends to find itself in. Um, and so I, I think that this is, this is uh, one of the things that we wanted to do um, is, because uh, this isn't something a lot of people know uh, about, unless you're part of a, um, a church that has been historically uh, reformed, or you're uh, a, a Roman Catholic, maybe, who uh, studies their history about things. I, I don't know. Uh, much about that that world, but um, but it's not something that a lot of people know about. And so, what we want to do is uh, this: we're going to December third have an event at our church um, that we're just calling uh, a, the it's a five solas event, and we're going to talk about the five solas of the Reformation. Uh, it's going to be um, not a time to bash. Uh, the Catholic Church. That's not what it's about. Um, it's not a time to to bash anyone. It's simply a time to to restate um, kind of what uh, what we believe um, are these five important uh, things that that are still so incredibly relevant today. Um, and we'll, you'll hear more about that on on that day. Um, but we're we're doing uh, childcare is going to be uh, provided, even though you know some of your children might not last that long. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how all that goes. But um, uh, and there's a there's a lunch. We'll have kind of like some soup and sandwiches and stuff. And there will be some book giveaways as well during that lunchtime. So uh, I'm sure that because I said that there will be some folks who like don't do anything but show up for the lunch to get free stuff. Um, but so we're going to have some, some fun there. It's going to be at 9 a.m. Uh, to about 2 p.m. Um, and we're going to have some singing and, and, uh, and preaching. And, um, so the, uh, this is the lineup actually. So I'll be, uh, speaking twice, um, our, our other seminarians. So a couple of guys that we have in seminary going to Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary from Kentucky, um, uh, so Tanner and Marshall are going to be getting their speaking feet wet, um, and preaching for you. Uh, Alex, uh, Baker is, uh, one of our missionaries, 
essentially. Um, and he is, uh, he's going to be speaking on Christ alone. Um, and so these are the, these are the, what are known as the five solas of the Reformation, sola scriptura, sola fide, sola gratia, uh, solus Christus and soli Deo gloria. Uh, and that's scripture alone, faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone to the glory of God alone. That's how we are saved. Um, and that's what Scripture teaches. That's what we're going to jump headfirst into on that day. So you can show up for one of those things. You could show up for three of them. You could do the morning. You could come at lunch and stay for the last two. There is no uh, no amount of um, you know. It's not like a kind of thing that that uh, you you register for and then um, uh, pay for, and then you you need to stay for every single thing to get your money's worth or that kind of thing. So just show up when you can. It'll be a good opportunity, I think, too, for us to support our guys who are um, who don't get to preach as much or who are brand new uh, at, at preaching, that kind of thing. So um, I'm uh, working with them, and uh, I'm excited for them, and I know they're excited. And so it'll be a good chance for them to uh, be able to to preach, a venue for them to preach and, and teach and um and so it'll be good feedback for them, and uh, so come out and support them if nothing else. Um, and so that's that's the idea. That's what we're going to be doing. It's going to take um, all day. We'll actually open the doors up at about eight thirty uh, that morning um, to have some coffee and some different things like that, um, and just kind of visit and hang out beforehand. Our our worship team is putting some stuff together. So before each of these. Um, uh, subject matters that get uh, preached on. Uh, um, there will be um, congregational hymn that that has something to do with that subject matter, so that'll be kind of cool as well. Um, so anyway, this is a Five Solas event, uh, Saturday Convocation. Please show up to that. It's going to be a, a lot of fun, um, and uh, we'll hopefully see you there. Um, but so we... Um, I'm also going to, uh, record this morning and it'll be out for you and edited and all that stuff. It'll be out for you. Um, the next state of theology, uh, podcast. And we're going to talk about and deal with this, um, modern science disproves the Bible is the statement. So we're going to deal with that a little bit and, um, and, uh, talk about it. And, um, that should be fun too. So that, that should come out Thursday. Um, it should be out by Thursday. So, uh, get your phones out or whatever it is that you use to listen or watch this kind of junk and, um, uh, tune in and I'm going to hopefully get this out to you today. It's Monday. It'd be kind of goofy to have a Reformation Day, uh, podcast after Reformation Day. So I'm going to try to get this out soon and, uh, and then, uh, We'll get, get the other one out uh, Thursday and continue on. So uh, be safe tonight. Don't get crazy and don't get evil. And we'll talk to you next time.